Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. In a very wholesome, family-friendly way very sometimes. Very family-friendly. Yeah, we would never delve into other unsavory topics. But um, I'll tell you what, if you're a fan of Adrian Peterson, you're going to be a big fan of this episode. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. How, how about that connection? Do you know how Adrian Peterson got the nickname that you're about to discuss? Um, I have a, a fairly good I- idea, but uh, why don't you just, just tell the audience? Well, apparently when he was five, his dad was training him, and he would leave his child, Adrian, hanging from the... What do you call him? Like, do you see it on top of the door there? Um, the doorway? Like the molding of yeah. the doorway right there? Is that what it right. is? And he would say... Okay, you hang there, and I'm going to go get groceries, and then I'll be back, and you better not fall. And so we would just hang there all All day. I got it. Now it makes sense, and also explains a lot about the Adrian Peterson story. Um, But the beer is called All Day IPA. Love to hear it. Yeah, it's a beer. I've had this beer before. I've had this beer before. You've had it, and you are actually from the place of origin. This this beer comes from Founders Brewing in Grand Rapids, Michigan. GR. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Grand Rapids? Well, Grand Rapids is on the west side of the state. I'm I'm on the east side growing up. But what I can say is that everyone who lives in Grand Rapids uh, feels very strongly that it is a big city. Like, it's, it's worth going to. Um, very specifically... One of my friends, Topher, went to Grand Valley State, which is up near Grand Rapids. Yeah. And he said, you guys have to come for New Year's Eve. They drop a ball. It's just like New York. Really? Is, this, is your friend uh, Topher Grace from That 70s Show? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would hope Topher Grace... And Topher Grace strikes me as the guy who's like, no, 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 no. Nothing's like New York. Yeah, there's no way Topher Grace would be caught dead in Grand Rapids. But I, I don't know your friend Topher. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But I, I would not say that it's a big city. In fact, I would say it's a city that has about three streets. Really? I yeah. think it's a little bigger. They've done a really good job of building it out. And I, I from what I hear... And from what I, I I went a couple years ago, it's, I'll be going back around that area later I, this year. I also year. went a couple years ago. I went. I saw a concert in Grand Rapids. Wh- who did you see? I went to see uh, a punk band called Pup, uh, which is an acronym for uh, Pathetic Use of Potential. And uh, I'm blanking on the name of the venue we went to, but we had a great time. It was a Sunday. We were in and out in about 24 hours, and we actually went to Founders that day before the show. How was it? How was I, the experience? I really, I really enjoyed myself. I think it's a, I think it's a great weekend city where you can pop in for a day or two, do most things, and then uh, you know go about your business. I think most cities are are weekend excursions. To be honest, I think as far as listen, as far as what you're expecting on the yeah. west side of of the state of Michigan, Grand right. Rapids will exceed those expectations. It's a wonderful little place. Yeah, you'll enjoy yourself there. There's plenty to do. They've got right. a, a burgeoning downtown. They've got multiple breweries hanging out there and i think there's three or four 
pretty solid golf courses around there if that's yeah. what you're into. So I just wouldn't say it's like New York City because that's just no, not true. I wouldn't either. But you know, sometimes you're trying to get your friends to yeah join you for New Year's Eve, and who blames them? You know, <laughs> yeah, we had, exactly. we had a great night. You hey, know we, what? They did a good job. We've all tried to sell our friends on something that was probably a bit of a stretch. Absolutely. Tilfer, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> a few other things about this beer. Um, this is an IPA, but with a twist, it's only 4.7% alcohol. Hence the term all day because you know a lot of other IPAs pretty heavily alcoholic. Not the case with this one. Interesting. Yeah, that is, that is pretty... It's pretty fascinating to me. Uh, all I'm thinking about is crush, 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 crush ability, crush ability, crush, crush, crush. And when I think crush, I think of the orange soda crush. Yeah. I, I also, can't believe I just said soda. I also think of the band Paramore and their song, Crush, Crush, Crush. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know if there's a lot of Paramore fans listening, but... All I know about Paramore is they were like the band in high school that was like... Why, why does it feel so bad to feel so good? Da, 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 da. You're talking about misery business. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I think we should just, you know, get right into this. We, we've got the Let's cans here. Um, this is a fantastic uh, beer, and I can't wait to try it again. Cheers. Cheers. I should have probably also mentioned uh, that... The description is a little bit vague on their website. It just says, brewed with a complex array of ingredients and blended for optimal aromatics yeah, with that, a clean finish. That sounds like uh, big business taking over a boutique you know, craft industry, yeah. which is kind of what happened with Founders. They got bought up. Yeah, are they owned by a corporate uh, entity? Yeah, I don't know which one. I know that they... But that's that's why you know we've, we've gotten a lot of requests from our... our listeners around the world actually <laughs> yeah oh yes we um, forgot to shout them out but before we get there we've gotten a request that you know a lot of the beers we're doing are pretty tough to find outside of illinois and the chicago area so this is this is a good beer that you can find pretty much anywhere in the united states of america yeah agreed on that and um yes we did want to shout out some great countries that have been listening to our show that's right specifically france the UK, oui, oui. yeah. Tea and crumpets. <laughs> Canada. A. Uh, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. <laughs> and uh, Portugal, Australia, and Germany. So we're, we are literally all over the globe. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. That's, you know, that's kind of an, a, a complex uh, array of ingredients all in one, all those countries. Yeah. And you know what? I have just stumbled upon my pop culture comparison. All right. This beer... Is Pitbull. Whoa! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. 305? No, no, no. Mr. Worldwide. Oh. He went from Mr. 305 to Mr. Worldwide. He's no longer just attached to one area code. And before 305, he was just Pitbull. He was just the guy that got featured on one Lil John song that I don't even remember what it yeah. was. Because who listened to like a Lil John song that wasn't like a big feature piece? Right. right. He's a, he was a feature whore, for sure. Yeah, but you know what? To his credit, Pitbull started out, grew it, called himself Mr. 305. People started to believe that he was Mr. 305. You couldn't go to the 305 area code without calling Pitbull or at least listening to a song. It was the least you could do. And then he said, I'm Mr. Worldwide. 
and everybody bought it. And now he's very rich and he wears white suits and shaves his head. I'm sure he doesn't shave his head. He has somebody <laughs> that he pays $200,000 a year to do it. Yeah. And that's what happened with the All Day IPA. It was Mr. I don't know, 586. Is 586 the area code potentially? <laughs> um, I don't know all the, the Miami area codes. And I know Fort Lauderdale because my cousins well, live there. But yeah. I feel like 586 is the potentially the uh, Grand Rapids area code. Oh, well, you would know more than me. I, d- I don't uh, know well, the Michigan it, I'm ones. not sure what it is. We'll, we'll look it up here when yeah. we get a pause. But they went from Mr. 586 to now, maybe not Mr. Worldwide, but Mr. Countrywide. Yeah. Is it, so are, are you suggesting that um, they, they kind of sold out in a way and they became a little... You know, a little bit too big for for their reach, or are you are you no. saying this in a loving way? I'm saying this in a loving way. I personally don't believe in using the term sellout negatively. What is the point of building anything if not to eventually sell and make money to sell out? Yeah, but sellout does remind me of. Uh, I don't know if you recall Three Six Mafia won a Grammy. Um, I don't uh, call that specifically Oscar. Oh wait, Oscar. was that for Hustle and Flow? Yes, <laughs> for the said they won an Oscar, yeah. not a Grammy. They won many Grammys, but they won an Oscar, and yeah. they then got a TV show on either MTV or VH1. Unsure which one. That was called Welcome to Hollywood, and I watched the first five minutes of an episode where they had two little like nine year old white kids. Yeah, who they're moving to LA from Memphis and. They get in their car to go, and the two white kids go, See you later, sellouts. Uh, and for some reason, that sellout <laughs> reminds me of that every time. Well, you jogged my memory about another uh, Michigan native. Um, actually, you just jogged my memory about a, a second one, so I'll bring them both up. Where do Eminem and Kid Rock sit in the Michigan celebrity hierarchy, um, and, and how do people feel about them? Listen, I think they're top shelf. I also think Ted Nugent. The the general array of <laughs> celebrities that Michigan associates themselves with. It's pretty expansive. It's it is. You've got a arguably one of the greatest rappers of all time who is who in a in a an industry where I guess now it's more common, but when he came up, he was white, the only white, white rappers guy. were yeah. not. I mean, Vanilla Ice was a joke, right? They right. were not the norm, and now it's more common. But he basically broke that barrier and then rose to to sort of dominate it. Now I think he's fallen off a little bit, but that's just because he's old. He doesn't have time as much or the the will. But some of his tracks are still pretty hard hitting. I mean, I'm a big Eminem fan, so he's a weird guy, though. He Definitely. is a weird guy. Listen to some of his songs. Also, in all-time grudge holder like doesn't let anything go ever the great ones never do yeah and i'm actually i, I kind of respect it i have to say listen i respect yeah. him but you listen to some of his songs and you're like this guy's a little weird then you go ahead and you look at kid rock and you're like this guy <laughs> is essentially downriver personified right like it's just not you know that he made his money based on being like i'm sorry to say it but white trash like, listen, this yeah. is white trash. I'm doing it big, you know? And he's it's very And then strange. he went corporate with that image, which at, we're kind of at the perfect time when, like, trucker hats were, like, a fashion statement. Yes. Um, side note, my dad used to have the first Kid Rock CD in his truck. It was one of, like, three CDs that he had. So I know the Cowboy CD very, very well. 
I know. And we used to blast it all the time. Almost no kid rock. Like, uh, as I'm far sure as. I understand. Oh, sorry. Yeah, what I don't understand not, either. You're not sure you understand, <laughs> Siri? We're, we're bashing kid rock. <laughs> yeah, if Siri, if Siri had been in the car, she would have been, you know, singing cowboy. I want to be a cowboy. What is the one he did with Cheryl Crow? <laughs> oh, Picture of You. A karaoke classic. Picture of you. <laughs> Dude, du- couples have been duetting Picture of You for, for years. That Generations. Was, it was the pre-shallow. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay. Here's, we're, we're, here's Actually, this is interesting. How do you feel about A Star is Born? We may have had this conversation already. I actually re- really liked it. I, yeah, but okay. Here's what's interesting to me is Bradley Cooper threw this out. I love Bradley Cooper. I'm a huge, I'm a coop head. If that's what they're called. Yeah. A Bradhead? A, a Coupette, maybe? A Coupette? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be a Coupette. All right, but where's the butt coming? Like, I'm, I'm feeling it. But he, like, he really talked and droned on about how hard he worked to make this movie that has been literally remade, like, four times before him. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, there's a reason that you'd work hard. Hey, because... How many how many remakes do we need of something? And then I don't know, it's very I, I just I I didn't love the way that he was just like, look at all the hard work I've done. I, I don't care. You're a celebrity. Everything is supposed to look easy. And when you're talking about how something that honestly should not have been that hard, if four other people got it remade, you should be able to too. And going, I mean this really this was the better part of two years of my life. Get over it, dude. Well, I'm going to have a rebuttal to this, but we should put these in the glass first before sure. we do so. Uh, that's also one thing we do on the show. If you're new, uh, Vince has a, a long-standing theory that things can taste different out of the can and the glass. Yeah. And, you know, we've kind of seen that uh, become true in a lot of cases. But here's one thing I will say about, about your Bradley Cooper point, which is a very valid point. The difference to me in that particular year when it comes to the Oscars, which which already happened, is he at least did his own vocal and musical work and worked with people. Here we and go. Here we I, go. I think that that is far more noble and harder to do than compared to what Rami Malek did, yep, which was not sing at all and wear big prosthetic teeth. To play Freddie Mercury in a mediocre Queen movie. Have you ever tried to speak with vampire teeth? I haven't, but I don't think I deserve an Oscar for it either. Ah, uh, you deserve at least an extra dessert. It's very difficult. And he had to have those huge teeth in there. You wanted them to sing? Are you nuts? And also, Rami Malek, I have to say, brings a lot of dead guy energy to almost every role that he's in. It's just okay, every. But Freddie is- Mercury is dead. No, I don't mean Freddie Mercury the the person was a lively, flamboyant, energetic figure and Rami Malek was like, "Yes, I'm uh, I was in Mr. Robot. Here we go. I'm going to do the Rami Malek thing, but with the prosthetics." Okay. I have a slight a small Rami Malek story for you. Okay. Here. I didn't meet him, but I read about him. I heard about him. This is what I heard. In order to get the Freddie Mercury accent down perfect, he went all the way down and he started with a zanzibar accent because that's where freddie mercury is from right yes started with a zanzibar accent then on top of that 
layered British, and then on top of that, layered whatever vocal tics Freddie had. Took him months. That he and also you know what you know what he didn't do. He didn't go to the press and go. I've been working for the better part of two years on this accent. I really hope it. Yeah, you but know, see, you're like, get but, out of here, dude. But you're praising him for the same thing that Bradley Cooper did in a different fashion. They both created characters from scratch and worked really hard at them. From scratch, neither of them's from scratch. One of them has been created four times, and the other one's a real person. Well, they're still different characters. There's still effort went into that, and also Bradley Cooper learned how to play guitar. And sing for that film. Yeah, and he didn't shut up about it on the talk show circuit for like two years. That's how Oscar campaigns work. I mean, what do you? Yeah, but he was doing it before the movie even came out. Look, I I, I don't know what else he's supposed to do. I, clearly, that was the whole point. They did that movie, and it didn't work. But poor Rami Malek, who didn't do it, they still rewarded him anyway. So I don't know. I can't believe you're. I can't believe you're trashing Rami Malek on this. You know what? Let's just take a sip out of the glass we, here. We, I've been taking sips out of it. And a contentious episode. <laughs> yeah, and to, to be fair, this isn't even the first time we've had this argument. It's but not, I can't believe you brought that up. <laughs> I, you brought up a Star Is Born. I mean, it's, you brought up a Star Is Born. No, I did. Play yes, the tape did. back. Play the tape. Oh my god! Drink your drink. Yeah. Um, Not a whole lot of difference for me. No, I mean, I think the whole point of this is that it's supposed to be consistent Hmm. and also not very bitter, which is traditionally a staple of the IPA genre. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's funny that we're having this discussion again because I do just think in general music is a lot more subjective in terms of people's taste than movies are. What? That's that's what I think. Wow. Because, you know, there are people I know who they're like singular genre people. They don't care about any other genre. They don't even acknowledge other genres. Okay, And they're just isolated in their world and they're completely fine with that. And there's also people who just like, you know, top 40 music, whatever is the flavor of the moment. I do think that there is... A level of objectivity that comes to movie viewing that doesn't quite exist, which is why when you combine those two into a film, you get really wide-ranging opinions like we both have about these two movies. Is that fair to say? I mean, yeah, it's fair to say, but my issue is not with... First of all, I'm the guy who fast-forwards through the musical numbers in like a musical movie. Like Rent, I watched that movie... I, it took me 25 so you minutes. You just like the acting. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, listen, I don't want to hear these people sing. Like, right. They could have this conversation. It's like, the rent is due. The rent is due. Who will pay our rent? And I also think that for a movie like Bohemian Rhapsody, people that love Queen, they just want to see Queen songs on the big screen. Yeah. Which is fine. It's just different than what a movie is. A movie isn't just people acting out Queen songs. To me. All right, fine. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I thought I thought Rami Malek had a very deft touch with playing a complex a complex individual that was widely beloved. I don't disagree that Bradley Cooper did a great job acting. I literally I just I just wish I didn't have to deal with the dog and sh- pony show that led up to it. Like, come on, we get it. Yeah. You know what? I I'd rather I'd rather watch a a garbage man talk about how hard he works. 
than Bradley Cooper about how how hard he worked to get this movie <laughs> off the ground. Get out of here. That would be an interesting Oscar campaign. A garbage man. Yeah. <laughs> the daily grind of trash. Maybe they should make a movie called A Garbage Man is Born. <laughs> well, statistically, one is probably born every... I, to be honest, I had no idea. You know, like when you grow up, you yeah. have these these incorrect assumptions about jobs. Being a garbage man is like a very well-compensated job. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they I mean, make you can, decent if, money. If you can deal with, with the smells and, and uh, <clears throat> trash, I guess... You know, you're, it's fantastic. It can be quite a treasure. Yeah. Um, Vince, I'm going to let you score this first because you're the Michigan native homeboy. Yeah. I, I'm going to go right back to Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide. Haha, <laughs> Dale. We're going to go back to our boy Pitbull. And uh, while he's a hit everywhere else, I have a bunch of his songs in my head and I, I know them familiarly. I would probably put him at about a three. Three? Three out of five. And so that's what I'll put this. It's three. It's good. It's crushable. Yeah. Get through it. It's available widely. So if I'm in Hawaii, I can probably get this. Maybe not. Yeah. I, I Maybe not Hawaii. Certainly the continental U.S. Um, I, I'm actually at, at a three as well. I, I honestly, I think my memory of this was a little better than what I'm experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. Possibly because it's, you know, become more widely available and, and corporatized. But... This is a very solid beer. You could have these, you could have these all day, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, very and crushable. you know, I will also say that the founders' brewing uh, location in Grand Rapids, great place to visit, and they've got plenty of other things too. If you want, and to you know what? Because I can see it on your lips. Go ahead and get your last final word shot in about Rami Malek. Um, can you just give me some, some charisma? Uh, that would be nice. Some charisma. Would be good for someone who's a, an Oscar winner. That's all I'm saying. Folks, we're going to sign off and have a fist fight here. <laughs> Come on, Rami. You know you know where I live. I'll send you my address. Oh, we, my we God. Settle this like men. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, we hope you enjoyed uh, this hodgepodge of topics. And shout out to the state of Michigan as well. Great state. Yeah. Uh, but until next time... Uh, Please subscribe to our show on Apple, Spotify. Leave us a review if you'd like. We also have an Instagram. Anything else you want to add? Nope. You left the door (laughs) open, but I'm taking the high road today. Okay. Well, I'm Tom. And I'm Bradley Cooper. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm better than that. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where no matter what happens, we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. Thanks a lot. Except for you, Rami Malek. Oh, come on. I don't understand why you don't like the guy. He's a good dude. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see him. Maybe he's that. not. I don't know. I've never met him. <laughs>